So here's a, uh, a Christian coronavirus tip number 74. We have been told that when we're in public to not touch our face and then when we get home to wash our hands with soap and warm water for 20 seconds. Do you know how long it takes to pray in Our Father? 20 seconds. So let us combine this habit of hygiene with our prayers. It would be a great idea. Then we can scratch our eyes and pick our nose and floss our teeth. Not necessarily in that order, though. Since we're on the subject, I'd like to talk about prayer and this pandemic that we are subject to right now. In the Gospel, we hear of really the definition of what prayer is. Martha and Mary are in a situation where their brother is ill. And they turn their gaze toward Christ and ask him to come to them. That's what prayer is. What they are asking for, we call it in the church, intercessory prayer. They are asking Jesus to act on their behalf for the good of Lazarus. Later on in the gospel, we see another type of prayer, and that is when Jesus addresses God the Father. He talks to him in praise and thanksgiving. In our situation now, where we are, we have the opportunity, my friends, to really pray both of those types of prayers. To pray for others and to just give God thanks for the gifts that we do have. I'd like to offer three different ways on a practical basis that we can do that. Number one is to pray what's called the Liturgy of the Hours. It is a beautiful set of prayers. The clergy uh, is asked to pray this every day to a certain degree, whether you're a deacon or a priest or a bishop. It is also, though, for the laity, especially for the laity. Because what we are experiencing here is a global problem, is it not? Let us fight back in solidarity and prayer on a global basis with this universal prayer of the church that we call the litany of the hours, the liturgy of the hours, excuse me. Number two, let us take Every day, take a Bible and just turn to a gospel. 
or to the Psalms or to any book in the Bible and just read a passage through there. And then sit down in silence and meditate on what it is that we've read. And then allow Christ to do the talking. Let him come to us, come to our hearts. Number three, and this is the greatest weapon we have against any adversity in this world, and it's called the rosary. Some people say, well, Catholics, they worship and adore Mary. No, 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 we do not do that. We hold her in high esteem. We honor her. And when we pray the rosary, we are asking Mary to pray to Jesus on our behalf. Just as Martha and Mary prayed to Jesus, called Jesus for the benefit of Lazarus, and as we pray for others in our life to God, so too we can call on Mary who sits in heaven with Jesus. We can call on her to be our intercessor to Christ. I'll end with this. We are in the midst of this huge test, this huge trial that the whole globe is experiencing. Could it be that through this, Jesus is offering to us an opportunity to work on our virtues, to be people of patience, to be people of courage, to be those who trust in him, and maybe most importantly, to be men and women and children of humility. When I say, let us pray more, I don't mean in just a cursory way. I mean getting on our knees and redoubling and re-tripling our effort to pray. In my life, I need to do that. I need to focus on praying the Liturgy of the Hours and reading Scripture and praying the Rosary daily. God has given us this opportunity to reclaim that which was given to us at our baptism. That which we, if we have been lax, that we can reclaim and call our own. And that is that Jesus Christ is our resurrection. And truly, to be able to say, Jesus Christ is our life. Amen.